Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back. It's your host, Latasha, and I'm back with another episode of Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the Podcast because I've got something to say. So I'm so glad that y'all are tuning in again. It just warms my heart to know how many of y'all are actually listening and engaging and joining in on my lives whenever I am on social media. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe to my emailing list so that you will know when new episodes are published and you will also know about bonus episodes and you will also know whenever I'm going live, okay? Plus any other extra stuff I want to send you, I'll send it to you also. So go to girlfriendletmetellyou.com, scroll down to the bottom of the website and you will see where it says join my emailing list. Click on there, put in your information and I will also send you a free digital download that has 16 ways that you can relax and just let loose and all while taking care of yourself. Okay, so make sure you go ahead and sign up for my emailing list. I hope that y'all are ready for a great episode of Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the podcast where I tell a whole lot of relatable stories and share some good information for you all that I think every single black mother should know about or at least something that you can relate to. All right, let's get into the show. Girlfriend, let me tell you, oh my goodness, girlfriend. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So today I want to do a story time with y'all simply because before I became a mother, and I'm pretty sure before any of y'all became mothers, you had an idea of what you would do and what you would not do if you ever had kids. Because let's be honest, some of us thought we would never have kids. That wasn't in the plans. But then we got pregnant. We had our children. We love them. We take care of them. We adore them. But before all of that, there was so much stuff that I said I would never do. You would never catch me spoiling my child like that. You would never see my kid wearing this. You would never see my child going over there. I would never be the kind of parent who did this or that or whatever. I'm gonna tell you a story before I get into the actual episode. So before I became a parent, have y'all ever been in a place like Walmart or a grocery store anywhere and you see a little kid wandering by themselves and you're thinking, where is their mama? Where is their daddy? Who is here with them? Why is this kid walking around by themselves? This doesn't make any sense. If I was a mama, I would always have my kid with me. My kid would either be in the shopping cart or they would be holding my hand. My child would not be just wandering around the store by themselves. That's what I said. That's what I thought. Well, when my son was about three years old, I know he was walking by himself. So I'm not really sure how old he was, but we were in Walmart. And you know, a three-year-old is short. They have little bitty legs. And I was in Walmart and I remember walking, not walking. I remember watching my son walk in front of me. Now he was probably about a good 10, 10 feet in front of me. Right. But his legs are short. So I'm thinking if he takes off running, all I got to do is just speed up and catch him. Right. Child, we were walking through Walmart and he looked back and he waved at me and I waved at him and he cut through the women's clothes. So I'm thinking, let me go get my child. When I got over there, it seemed like, and I'm exaggerating, But it seemed like everything in the store had grown 20 feet tall. It was like I was in a jungle. I could not find my child. However, one of the thoughts that went through my head was, (laughs) remember when you said you would never lose your child at the store? (laughs) Remember all those times you said that people need to keep an eye on their children so they wouldn't be wandering around by themselves? So I'm in Walmart trying to find my own child. 
And I did not want to yell his name or scream his name because I didn't want anyone to know that I had lost my child just that quickly. So I'm going through the clothes and I'm saying his name and I'm saying his name and he don't answer. So then I start bending down, looking under the, the clothing racks. I don't see him. And I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm bending down. And I finally see his little feet. And I say, get from under there. And he comes out and he's laughing and I'm laughing and I'm trying to explain to him, don't do that. You scare mommy. Okay, stay with mommy. So I hold his hand throughout the rest of the time in the store. Y'all, lo and behold, I did the exact same thing less than a month from the time it happened. I did it again. This time he was not that far ahead of me. Right. I'm just letting my child walk freely. He was not that far ahead of me. And I'd be doggone if that boy didn't cut across again. And I lost him. And I'm thinking to myself twice, Tasha. <laughs> you lost your kid twice in the same store. Found him again. After that, I started holding his hand and letting him ride in the shopping cart. Now, I'll let my son ride in the shopping cart for years. Which sounds like a very long time. But he probably rode in the shopping cart until he was about nine maybe eight or nine it went from him sitting in the front part to him just sitting in the back with the groceries because it was in my mind it was better for me just to let him ride with me rather than hearing him grumble because we're in the grocery store and we've been out all day and he's tired just put him in the shopping cart that's what it's for so that's my story of one thing I said I would never do as a parent and then when I had a child I, I for dang show did it twice lost my child in the store so now I'm going to tell y'all a story of me I don't want to say I was judging this woman I just did not understand where she was coming from at the time so this story um back it goes back to about 2010 2011 because I was a hairstylist right so for anyone who is listening right now if you are a single mother this story time is going to be for you if you are a woman who does not have any children of her own right now, like you don't have any children that you are responsible for, no stepchildren, no children that you birth, this story is still going to be for you. Because like I said, you, you don't know if you do happen to have children, maybe this story will pop up in your head. If you are a married woman or a woman who lives with your boyfriend, like you're not even a single mother, you're doing the dang thing with the child's father or your children's father. This story is still for you. OK, so like I said, it goes back to about 2010, 2011 when I was a hairstylist and there was this woman who came in there and I used to do her hair. She, she used to dress nice. She always had on like a, a two piece suit or something. And I would asked her what she does. And to be honest with you, I can't remember what she said she did. But when we were in the salon. OK, so 2010, 2011, my son was about two or three years old and we were just a talking, talking, talking. And I was um. She was telling me, I believe the story was about her and her boyfriend. I don't think he was her fiance yet. They were getting ready to go on a cruise. And I was like, dang, I would like to travel. But, you know, I have my son or whatever. And I asked her if she had any children. And she said that she did have a son who was a teenager. I cannot remember if she said he was. I think he was probably 16 years old at the time. But he was 14 years old whenever he started to live with his dad full time so I was asking her so you don't miss your son she said yeah I miss him sometimes however whenever I was given an opportunity to be promoted in my in my career to start making more money I had to move from where I was so I told my son whenever I get this position because I am going to take it 
you can move with me. However, I might not be able to spend that much time with you. I can give you everything you need, but I won't be able to spend that much time with you. So I gave him the choice to either continue to live with me and move away from his friends and everything that he had known, or he could stay and live with his dad full time. But I was leaving. And so she had a conversation with her son's dad. Her son's dad was like, fine, he can stay with me. And then the son was like, yeah, I'd rather stay with my dad because I don't want to lose, you know, leave my friends, leave my school. And then I'm out here with these new people and I don't see you that often. So whenever she told that story, I was like, dang, that's interesting. She said, yeah, because now that you have a child, you're going to realize that there are some um, decisions that you will have to make where your child is not going to be involved. It doesn't mean that you're being selfish and it does not mean that you don't care about them or love them. It just means that there are some things you have to do for yourself. So I was like, okay, now that was years ago when I heard this story and it kind of stuck with me because I don't think I've ever, I had never, well, he was only two or three years old. So I hadn't been in a situation where I had to make a, a decision that big yet. I hadn't been in a situation where I had to do that. So let's fast forward to August of 2018. Okay. I had lost my job and I thought that I could keep my apartment if, and don't y'all laugh at me when I say this. I thought that I could keep my apartment if somebody, anybody would just help me keep up with <laughs> until I found another job. So it was realistic in my mind. I lost my job. I have enough money for one more month's rent. If I could get a couple people to pitch in and help me pay my bills for the next two or three months until I actually find another job, get a couple checks under my belt and then start paying my bills again, I won't have to move. Right. Well, that's not how it happened because apparently people got other things to do with their money <laughs> and I'm not their responsibility. And, and I did not take it to heart. I did not take it to heart. However, I think I only asked one person and that person was my granny and she is always in my corner. She's always trying to back me up whenever she can or whenever she agrees with what I'm doing, which makes perfect sense. So I had asked my granny if she could give me some money, loan me some money, to help me keep this apartment so I wouldn't have to leave. Like I was looking for jobs and lo and behold, maybe I wasn't qualified enough or maybe my resume wasn't done up good enough. I don't know, but no one was hiring me during the time from when I lost my job to when my leasing office was like, nah, you know, you got to go. So when I spoke to my granny asking for asking her for help and telling her my situation, she said, look, it's time for you to come home. Just just come on home. Just leave all that work and all that stuff behind. Come home. Take a break. Rest. Get yourself together. But you got to come home. So I um I did come home. That was back in August of 2018 is when I um actually moved back up until August. So it was like um July-ish around that time. I was still trying to figure out how I could stay in my apartment or at least stay in that city. So whenever I came home, I was hiding. So no one knew I had moved back because I hadn't lived here in 20 years, almost 20 years. No, because it was 2018. So it had been over 15 years, 15, 16 years since I had lived here. So I'm thinking I can't let nobody know I moved back because they're going to be wondering how you end up here. I thought you was doing so good whenever you had moved away and all this stuff. So, you know, my pride had me hiding or I would go places, but I wouldn't go so often that people would realize she must be living here. Cause ain't no way I saw her two, three days in a row at the same place. So, um, something else, whenever I would go to Walmart here, 
people, when they finally realized I was back, they would ask me, how is your son doing? And I would say, well, he lives with his dad right now. You know, I'm, I'm here. I lost my job, whatever. And I would cry. Like I, I cried a lot because I felt like I was a failure. And I know some of y'all have felt that way too. Maybe it's because you lost a job or you didn't have enough money to do something or um, you couldn't make a trip or you, you missed an opportunity for whatever reason. And you're crying because you're thinking I should be better than this. I should be doing better than this. But it'd be like that sometimes. Today's episode is brought to you by Ho Lotta Jewelry with Latasha, your favorite independent consultant with paparazzi accessories. Shop online for affordable jewelry that is suitable for children, men, and women. You will find many colors, styles, and also new arrivals each weekday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern at HoLottaJewelry.com. That's H-E-A-U-X-L-O-T-T-A-J-E-W-E-L-R-Y.com. Go ahead and visit now so that you can shop before your next holiday, birthday, anniversary, or any other special occasion. And once you get to my website, you can click join my team and you can be a part of paparazzi accessories as well. You from there, you can choose your kit and get started selling immediately. It's that easy. Whole lot of jewelry by Latasha. So I hadn't found a job yet. But I was eligible for unemployment. So I had some money coming in. And during that time, my son and I were still doing, I'm not going to say regular stuff, but we were doing enough to not feel like, dang, we're not doing nothing. So luckily, all of this happened. Like I said, I moved back in August of 2018. So everything that's going on at this moment happened at the end of my son's school year. So even though I wasn't working, I still spent the whole summer with him and during that time his dad and I were doing one week on one week off so he would have him for seven days and I would have him seven days um and then by the time school started back um that's when we had to make this tough decision I'm getting ready to tell y'all about so I felt like because I wasn't working I could spend more time with my son so I had a conversation with his dad and I said hey look School is about to start. I think that he should move down here with me because a lot of my family is here. I'll have a lot of support and then I can spend more time with him until I find another job. And y'all, when I tell you my son's dad and I have had a lot of conversations where we bumped heads a lot. And that mainly came from either I didn't want to listen and I wanted to cut him off and I didn't want to be told what to do or he didn't want to hear what I had to say. So it used to be a whole lot of just back and forth and hanging up on each other and stuff. But on this day, he took his courage and he told me, I feel like, because he heard me out. He let me say everything I had to say. He made, he let me make all of my points and everything, which I thought I was making some great points. But he said, look, I feel like he should live with me simply because right now you don't have a job and you go from having a job to not having a job, to living here, to living there. You're moving from place to place. You don't have any money coming in other than unemployment. That's going to cut off at any time. He said, I really feel like our son should live with me because you're not stable right now. And then he just kind of paused. And when I heard you're not stable right now, I was thinking mentally, like he's trying to call me crazy. But whenever I thought about it, he was pretty much saying you're all over the place. And since you and I decided that everything we're going to do as parents 
is about our son. Do you really want to put him in a situation where he's moving from place to place? His mom ain't got a job. She ain't got no money. They can't do anything. You're going to be complaining about not having gas or anything. Do you really want to put him through that just so you can say your child lives with you? He said, because I want him to live with me. And then whenever you get yourself together, you can come back and, you know, either get him seven days on, seven days off, like we've been doing, whatever it is. But right now, I feel like this is a time for you to take a moment for yourself. If you want to run a business or do whatever, do that. If you want to have some time to just, you know, self-care, whatever, do that. And as he kept talking, I was like, this man is really looking out for me. He really is. Because my granny told me, come home, it's time to come home. And he's telling me, this is your time to get yourself together. So my maturity kicked in. It did. Not that day, because I still cried. I had to hang up the phone, not not in a, a rude way. Like I let him finish saying what he had to say. And afterwards I hung up and I cried and I thought about what he said and I cried some more and I thought about what he said and I felt offended. And then I cried some more and then I thought about what he said and it started making sense. So I agreed. No arguing, no fighting, no back and forth, no bickering. Yes, our son can live with you full time. Now I'm gonna tell y'all something. As an outsider looking in, it might sound like I was giving my child up, but I wasn't giving him to the state. I wasn't giving him to another family member. I was giving him or letting him live with his father. See, a lot of women don't have the option to say, well, I need a break. I'm going to let my child live with their father. Or some women don't have um, an opportunity to say, um, I need a break right now. Um, and they can have a good conversation with their dad. Because everybody's situation is different. So that was mine. Okay. And this was the beginning of a healthy co-parenting relationship with my son's dad. Now, before we were doing okay, but we were still have a couple moments where either he wasn't listening or I wasn't listening or he wanted his way or I wanted my way. But this was one of those times where everything just kind of came together like it was supposed to. Um, and looking back, not, I mean, because before now I, I have been grateful, but just looking back, I'm glad that he, um, that he was, uh, confident enough to say that to me. And I'm glad that I was, uh, uh mature enough to accept what he was saying. Okay. So my son was living with his dad full time and then I would get him every other weekend. And that was a struggle sometimes because the unemployment wasn't unemploying. <laughs> sometimes, you know, it just took a lot of gas to get from because I, I I moved about an hour, hour, 15 minutes from my, from where we were living. So sometimes with me just going back and forth, doing regular stuff and then trying to go and get my son, I, I couldn't. And his dad understood that. He he understood that. So he, he worked with me then. But lo and behold, my son was living with his dad full time and I was getting my son every other weekend and that was working for us. Okay. So whenever we, um, um, that was 2018. So my son was living with me and then I had gotten a job in 2020. Now, if y'all remember, because right now it's 2023, um, back in 2020 is when the pandemic hit. So whenever the pandemic hit in 2020, I had just started working my job. Of course, I was commuting an hour back and forth. But whenever I started my job, I had I, I, I was going Monday through Friday, an eight to five schedule, y'all. I had never in my life 
had an eight to five schedule or a morning schedule Monday through Friday. All my schedules that I've had since I've had my son, I had to work some weekends. I had to always had to work nights. Like I was always getting off at eight, nine, 10, 11 at night, seven at night, whatever. After school programs end at six. So I had to find somebody to pick my son up from after school program or ask my son's dad to do something for me. So now I was in a position to where I could go to work and then pick my son up after school. Okay, things were looking up for me. But I realized when I had this job, some of my coworkers were only coming in once a week. So I spoke to my manager and she said, yeah, after you've been with us for a year, you don't have to come to work. Um, except on Wednesdays. So you can work from home Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And I was like, oh, okay. So if I'm with them for a year, I can work from home. Child. I had been with them for about three weeks because I started working with them in February of 2020. Well, March of 2020, the pandemic hit. They sent everybody home on a Friday. Well, I hadn't been there for a year. Had only been there for three weeks. Long story short, I lost my job because I couldn't work from home. Just so happens, see, I have a lot of favor in my life. I really do. If you ask for it, you will receive it. You don't know when and you don't know how. But I had wanted to spend more time with my son anyway. Because it just seems like the days are shorter when you have to work and then you try to spend time with your child. It's like you're you're cheating them out of your time, but you still have to work. So whenever the Friday that they sent me home from work was the exact same Friday that all the kids were sent home from school. So whenever I brought my son home with me, um, did they send it? Uh, I don't know if they sent the um, they hadn't sent the laptops home yet because they didn't know they had to but whenever my son came home I had my computer and I had the hotspot on my phone so he stayed with me during that time and I had to tell his dad like I lost another job he was like it's cool it's whatever it happens and then whenever my son was with me his dad was still working full time so now the tables turned he had been living with his dad for about a year a year and a half full time and I got him every other weekend now I'm in a situation where I don't work and my son can't literally um, show up at the school. So now he's with me. So the tables flipped. My son stayed with me for a year, like a year and a half full time. Cause his dad was like, look, now that you're not working and I was getting unemployment again, he was saying, now that you're not working, he should, he can stay with you full time and I'll get him every other weekend. Worked out perfectly, worked out perfectly fine. I helped my son with his, his schoolwork. I communicated with his teachers, made sure he was in class, make sure he was doing everything in a timely manner. We asked all the questions we had to ask. And then his dad would get him every other weekend. And oh, my gosh, I, I just looking back. This is so amazing. Just saying it out loud, saying, you know, the timeline out loud, how everything just worked out for the both of us. So my son was with me for like a year, a year and a half. And then school started back up. Now. During that time that he was out and I was getting unemployment, I was still starting businesses like I was using my money to start business so I could make money for myself. Because like anyone else, y'all know unemployment doesn't last forever, but you have to make the best of your situation. So whenever school started back up, they were sending out the letters and stuff like, hey, we're going to start bringing the kids back in. They're going to have their masks or whatever. My son's dad and I had to come back together and talk. And he said, well, you know, he coming back up here with me. And I said, "Okay, cool. And that's what happened. Now, in 2023, my son still lives with his dad full time. I had met this guy 
and we were mm, I guess you could say dating yeah we were dating we didn't go out to eat but he was a chef so he cooked a lot which was a blessing to me but he cooked very good food this particular fella had two children a boy and a girl who were teenagers and he said he had had them since the oldest child was two years old and the youngest one was one year old he's had his children ever since then so what bothered him was that I didn't have my son with me when I would come see him and I told him for one there's no reason for my son to meet you we're not together we're just dating and secondly my son lives with his dad full time but we you know I tried to explain the whole thing I just told y'all he lived with me for a year and a half, lived with his dad for a year and a half, and now he lives with his dad again. And he's, his problem was, I, I don't understand how women don't have their children. And I was like, yeah, it's not what you think. <laughs> You've been a single dad by yourself without your children's mother's help for over 12 years. That's not the same situation I'm in. My son's dad and I are co-parenting. We are doing this thing together for what works for us and what's going to benefit our son. So I said all that to say, I know a lot of people were judging me and they still are probably judging me today because my son lives with his dad full time. However, I get my son on the weekends whenever I'm free and whenever he and his dad does not have plans. So they are bonding. It's not like matter of fact, I don't have to explain anything else. I just told y'all the whole situation. My son lives with his dad full time. We see each other. We do things. My, his dad and I communicate. We co-parent perfectly in our own little world. Okay. I said all that to say this. I now have a job that pays more than I have ever made. And I do not have to work as hard as I have ever worked in any job that I've ever had. Now, there have been some jobs where I didn't have to work hard, but I wasn't making any money. Like I wasn't I wasn't happy with my check. And I definitely did not want to go back into any of those jobs and do overtime. Because the little six, seven, eight, ten hours that I was doing was not worth the hours that I'd already done. I was not about to walk up back up in there. So now I have a job that pays more money. I have more freedom and I get to do more things with my child, which is exactly what his dad said. Go out there and get yourself together. Get yourself on your feet. I got it over here. I'm going to hold it down. And whenever I want to see my son, I just tell my dad, tell his dad, like, hey, I want him this weekend. Hey, I want him this holiday, whatever. And we go like that. My son and I have a good um, a good line of communication. Also, I talk to my son whenever I want to, you know, do things with him. I'll say, hey, you trying to come up this weekend? And he'll be like, no, 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 no. Me and my friends got something going on. Or me and my dad got something going on. I'm like, cool. So I talk to my son first because, again, I don't want to fall into a space where I'm being selfish and making everything about me. And it's easy to make things about everybody else, too. Like, I got to get my son so people know I have him. Oh, I, I, I got I to take pictures. I got to do this so people know. I don't have to let anybody know anything. I don't. I don't. As long as my son and his dad and I are in the loop of great communication and we got going on what's supposed to be happening, my son is taken care of, everything is good and kosher, that's all that matters. And you'll realize that, too, once you get your co-parenting situation to where you want it to be. Okay. And I'm going to help y'all with that. I really am. So now going back to the person I told you I was talking about who said whenever she got that opportunity to have a better job and more money and she let her son live with his dad full time. Now I am her. <laughs> I am her. I've always wanted to have a job or a career where I didn't have to get off late at night. And now I can't see my son. As soon as I get off, he already sleep. I got to go pick him up from somebody's house, bring him home, or I don't get to do anything with him. I miss um, helping him with his homework. I miss feeding him dinner. All, all those things are done when I get off work. 
I missed having to work every Saturday and Sunday because the business or the company I was working for didn't have any more shifts with the weekends off. I got tired of that. So now I have a job where none of that happens. I don't have to work at night. I get two weekends off every month and my weekends are actually Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I get off on a Thursday and I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off and I can spend time with my son. We can take trips. We can spend this money. We can get more money. We can enjoy each other. We don't have to rush. We don't have to do any of those things. And I have a job where they offer vacation time and you can actually use it. So I'm in a place where this is exactly what I asked for. And because I don't live where my son lives, that means he's with his dad and he's with his friends. He's he's 14 years old right now. So just think of all the friends that he's gotten from middle school because he's in high school now. So the friends he had before he got to high school, he's still friends with them. And now he's at a high school where none of his friends went to, but he's made no more friends. It would be selfish of me to say, yeah, I know you've done all that, but come on back down here and live with me because I'm doing good now. No, mm -mm. I don't need to do that. And in, in, in with my dreams and my goals, there's other places I want to visit so that I can do more things for my son and me. But he's also at that age where he has his own personality. He's becoming more independent. He's doing things for himself. He's making smart decisions. He's he's figuring out life. And I also told him, enjoy these four years of high school because they're going to fly right on by. Y'all know how it is. You get to high school, your freshman year, you, you might be timid, you might be shy, or you might be very outgoing. And next thing you know, you wake up and it's almost time for senior pictures. Now, I'm not going to throw a monkey wrench in this whole plan we have just for me. And my son's dad and I, when we talk about what we're doing for our son and what's going to be the best for him. It does have my son's interest at heart. So I've already been that selfish mother where I don't care. I don't care if, if this happens or that has, and I want my child with me. Mm -mm. You can't think for, you can't let everybody else think for you. You got to think for yourself, but you also have to communicate with your child's father or whoever it is that's helping you um, take care of your child. You have to talk to them people. So that was the whole point of this episode is to say you never know what you're going to do or what you will let happen as a parent until you actually have children. And I have my child. And he has his father also. So I don't feel guilty anymore about making decisions for me because it's not hurting anyone. It's actually helping all of us. There's nothing like working 40 hours a week. And you still saying, dang, I, I still got to wait for this next check. How, how can I get some more money on this next check? Or there's nothing like working 40 hours a week and you get an 80 hour check and they taking out so many taxes or you didn't even make enough money to pay the bills. So you got paid at the first of the month, but you still need the check that's coming at the end of the month to take care of what happened at the beginning of the month. But now it's, in, it's who, who likes living paycheck to paycheck? Who likes making um, excuses to your child about why you can't do this or you can't have that? I didn't like that. I did not like it at all. So now I'm in a position to provide for my child and that's exactly what I'm going to do. So I do want to say this too. I do send my son's dad text messages and I do call him just to say thank you. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for, for, for 
being that voice that I needed. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for letting me know that you understand. Thank you for, you know, everything that you've done as a father. I want to say thank you. And I explained to my son, hey, this is what your dad and I are doing for you. And my son understands. He really does. But whenever you have, um, when your child has a father, no matter how many children you have, no matter how many men you have fought, no matter how many men have fathered your children, if you know that you need to tell that man, thank you, tell him, thank you. Don't just be like, oh, he know, he know. I ain't got to tell him. No, tell him, thank you. Because sometimes they might think you're being ungrateful. Even if they don't say, appreciate it, you know, thanks for acknowledging what I'm doing. Even if they don't say that, do your part and say thank you. Okay? So that's my episode for today. Everybody's um, parenting situation is different. But I do want to say this. I do have a book on my website, girlfriendletmetellyou.com. And the name of that book is the best ebook for a healthy co-parenting and you can go to my website girlfriendletmetellyou.com and you can purchase that book and also if you are a person who feels like you don't really know what's up with your child because times change their interests change their demeanor changes they have new friends they have new interests they don't like the same food they liked yesterday they don't like the same toys they liked yesterday they are now they're into making um now they're into, uh, what was I going to say? Daggone. Oh, now they might be into cars when they used to be into dinosaurs. Now they might be into cooking when they used to be into just wearing makeup. You don't know. So I have this bingo sheet, which is on my website also. It's a free download. Just go on my website, girlfriendletmetellyou.com. There is a bingo worksheet where it's a whole lot of ideas that you can do to get your child's attention so that y'all can build a better relationship amongst each other and get to know each other too. Okay, so go on my website, get the ebook, best ebook for healthy co-parenting and also get that bingo sheet. And if you haven't already, go ahead and sign up for my emailing list. You can do that on the website also. Okay, I appreciate all the support that y'all have given me through these three seasons of my podcast. I love you. Thank you. And join me next week for another episode of Girlfriend. Let me tell you the podcast because I've got something to say. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Oh my goodness, girlfriend.